You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid. And today, you know what? It's an honor. It's a pleasure to introduce a fellow entrepreneur, Jefferson Rogers. He is the CEO, author, and podcast host. He is head of JKR Windows, a $30 million company that he built from scratch. He built from the ground up about just about four years ago. And while he's growing his business, as you know it, Lots of lessons have been learned. I'm sure lots of failures, lots of success. So today we get a chance to sit with the man himself to hear about his journey. Now, he is rocking it. He has over 65,000 followers on IG, and he is dedicated to building his own success and while helping others do so. So with no further ado, he does have a podcast that we'll talk about too at the end. But with no further ado, um, Jefferson, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lunid. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. It is my pleasure. Uh, tell us about your, you know, I love a hero's journey. Tell us about how you got started and, and what motivated you to get started. You know what? It was uh, it was a long time coming. Actually, mm-hmm. I grew up in a blue collar family. So, you know, it wasn't like entrepreneurship was in my blood. I actually knew nothing about it. You know, I knew very little people who owned their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it kind of started for me with an opportunity after surrounding myself with people who were doing things at a high level, who had their own businesses, who had made a lot of money. And I, I was at a point in my life where I really wanted something more and I wasn't quite sure what I was capable of and, and how I was going to accomplish it. But I started running into some opportunities getting around some of these other people that had successful businesses. So how it happened, how I got into Windows was, you know, just right place, right time, hanging out with the right people. And I had a guy show up to my house one day with a replacement window sample, kind of looked like a massage table in this little case. He brought it over and showed me what it was. And I was a mechanic at the time. I'd spent mm-hmm. most of my life working with my hands, trading time for money, yeah. either as a, a mechanic or a, a carpenter. And he, he showed me this window and started talking to me about the possibilities of learning sales. And this, this could be a great in for you into sales because this thing is such an incredible product. It sells itself. And you know he was willing to train me to do it. Wow. So... The original idea was that we were going to partner on a business together. And as much as I love this guy and I learned from him, he never ended up holding his end of the bargain up. I just ended up being their main sales guy and helped him open a couple offices and and uh, did some incredible things with those guys. But I always kind of had a chip on my shoulder because he, he didn't stick to his word on that partnership. Sounds like one of the failures early on, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. It was a huge lesson for me. And, you know, later was able to apply it to my own business as a lesson to, to, uh, you know, be a person of high integrity and never do something that you're not willing to commit to. And I ended up uh, years later after working for those guys and I had a drug and alcohol problem during those years. So I was, I always had that chip on my shoulder, but I never had the confidence to go start my own thing. Mm 
mm-hmm. until in 2017, I made the decision to join a mentor program, which led me to hanging out with even more successful people in the mentees and the person I was being mentored by. Just an incredible experience, which led me to get sober in 2018. Mm-hmm. And within two months of getting sober, I had started my own business. And in that first year, in the last eight months of 2018, I did $1.2 million in sales and have since done over $35 million in sales. And we're, we'll do close to $20 million alone just this year. You should be on Shark Tank. What an incredible story. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. That's why I love a hero's journey because you never know where people are coming from. And you saying coming from a, a blue collar when entrepreneurship was not thought. Uh, do you feel like you, it's not time wasted, but didn't have the guidance initially to get you going. And that's why you went out and sought it, right? You went out and found the individuals yeah. that became family, that became those mentors for you. Yeah, you know what? Not everybody's born into it. So some people take it for granted when they are born into a family of entrepreneurs and business owners. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you know, it's just kind of a normal part of their day. Where for me, I, I didn't know what it was like. All I knew was that I I didn't want to trade the rest of my life for, you know, trying to make an income working for somebody else. And I always struggled working for other people because of my independence and, you know, kind of like this outlaw mentality of, you know, I like doing my own thing and I don't like answering to people and I don't like people talking down to me. So, you know, it was a, it was a work in progress for a lot of years and still, you know, still always is a work in progress, but I was blessed to be at the right place at the right time and surrounded by great people that showed me opportunities and helped build belief in me that it was possible for me to do great things like this. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm still just scratching the surface of what's possible. I've, I've accomplished a lot in four years, but I'm excited about what the next 10 years looks like. Yeah. It's almost you, you catapult your success just by having the right people or, or feeding your senses, right? What you see, who you hang out with, who you spend time with. Because Jim Rohn says you are the average of the five people you hang out with. Yep. That's 100% of- true. Yeah. The people that is in your circle. There's another one that was floating around social media. Like if you're in a circle and people in your circle don't inspire you, then it's a cage. Yeah. And you're exemplifying that by, you know, with the network that you've been surrounding yourself, the mentorship. So, cause a lot of people don't know when to ask for that kind of help. Yeah. I, I struggle with that for a lot of years and I see other people struggle with it too. You know, we've, we're just naturally kind of prideful and want to believe that we are right where we're supposed to be and that we have all the answers and, and we, we surround ourselves with a bunch of people that are either at or below our level to make us yeah. feel better about where we're at in life. Yeah. Well put. So it was, uh, you know, I was in that place for a long time. And then I finally just started to see the power of hanging out with people that were at a much higher level than me and mm-hmm. how much it inspired me and how much I learned by the way that they conducted themselves, the way that they acted and treated people. And, and man, I, I wanted it so bad. Yeah. It's, it started off really slow. I came from construction and being a mechanic and hanging around, you know, a lot of what are not very happy people. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I imagine I was not very happy either, but I, I definitely wanted to be, and I wanted to learn some of these things, like how to hold a conversation, initiate a conversation, make mm-hmm. people feel great, smile. And I, I wasn't very good at any of those things. <laughs> and those are basics, right, Jeff? Like, those are the basic things that, again, if you take for granted, you don't know. 
But once you tap into that mentorship and you start learning those things, it really does help you scale. I mean, your success is, you know, it's huge. The way the, the amount of success you've gotten in the last four years, but I can tell that you've also done the work. And I want to uh, mention, I kind of share the same similar background because I got sober in 2019, but before then I was just wow. lost. Okay, yeah. like I had no purpose, working a nine to five, not happy, um, not driven, and but felt like there was something else out there. There was bigger, yeah. there was more to give, just like you. And in the minute I, I put the down the bottle, I think it was like April 2019, I started my podcast two months later, and then it was like the direction, the trajectory of my life just changed. Incredible. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's a, you- that's a huge accomplishment. You as well. And that's going back to knowing when to, there's something wrong and that you want more, but you you had to change. Tell me about some of the things that you had to change yourself to, to actually acquire the level of success that you did in that short time. I had spent a lot of years repeating the same patterns. So mm-hmm. there was, there was a lot that had to change. I had spent years and years and years going home early from work so I could start drinking. And there mm-hmm. was hours wasted every day sitting in front of the TV and drinking alcohol and smoking weed that was basically suppressing all of these extra responsibilities that I knew that I was supposed to be doing to help drive my family forward. Mm -hmm. But man, it sure got a whole lot easier when I just go home and I'd have a bottle of vodka waiting there in my, I would hide it in my toolbox. So my wife didn't know I was drinking as much as I was. Yeah. And, you know, you take a big pull off of that vodka and you can go to another place pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, what I found out over time and reflection was that, you know, I, I've still got all these same addictive tendencies. It's like I'm the same person. I just traded all of the same addictive tendencies for positivity and growth and yeah. my business and becoming a better person. And it's, it's all the same powerful energy. I just kind of pointed in the right direction now. And I've been able to accomplish incredible things. Yeah, that's the phenomenal. That's the phenomenal piece of it. So let's talk about the other side of it, the reverse side of it. How do you spend your time now that has allowed you to grow so well? You know, I've over the last couple of years, I've started using a calendar really religiously. <laughs> yeah. So before, you know, there was there was so much extra free time. It's like... I can't imagine going back to a lifestyle like that where nothing was scheduled, had never looked at a calendar, and there was a lot of empty space that got filled by just doing unproductive things like watching TV mm-hmm. and fiddling around in my garage and drinking and smoking pot. Yeah. So over the last couple of years, I've learned that you know after being in and around these um, mentoring groups and my very high-level mentors... I just emulate everything that they did and everything that they've told me to do. And, and filling up all of the space on your calendar is one of the most important things. So there's, there's no distractions. There's no room for anything else besides you are making progress. Right. Because every minute of my day mm-hmm. is filled with something that's driving me forward and helping me become a little bit better at a, being a communicator, a leader, a father, a husband, and my physique, my energy. People don't even believe when I tell them some of this stuff. If you get to know me and the the person I am today and the things that I do on a daily basis and what I've accomplished, I mean, it's hard to even believe the person that I was five years ago. Hmm. It's it's so crazy 
when you just shift your focus and you get productive with your time and there's, there's nothing else that's even acceptable to me. Yeah. I wake up early, I go to bed late and every single minute of my day is accounted for. I literally just walked in the door five minutes before we got <laughs> on here after I worked all morning. And then I knew exactly when I needed to jump in the car to drive three hours and 45 minutes to get here. So I would make it on time. And I got here five minutes before my day is like that every single day of the week. Wow. <laughs> Talking about effective time management. Yeah, you you certainly are busy and have a really good um, grip, a really, really good grip on it. Um, tell us about some of the um, you said you, you you have the same you have the same addiction personalities, but tailored and added somewhere else, somewhere more productive. So well, some of the habits um, that you currently do. Uh, tell tell us yes. about some of those. Like, what are you consuming, right? Uh, how yeah. important is it to consume the right data? It's good, and we you establish it's good to have the right people around you. But what are you feeding your mind that yes. sets you apart? So I listen to right now. I'm listening to the Mad Men of Sales. So it's a uh, it's a book about Jay Douglas Edwards, and he's he's one of the most well known salespeople that who ever lived. He taught people like uh, Tom Hopkins, which is another one of the greatest salespeople who ever lived. So that's the one I'm listening to currently in my truck. And I was also listening to a podcast. There's a, there's a guy that I'm going to be on his podcast in the next week or two. And, you know, just doing a little bit of research and listening to a podcast. And I'm reading in my backpack. Uh, I just got back from a trip, so I took it with me. But I'm reading The Wisdom of Andrew Carnegie as told to Napoleon Hill. I mm. love Napoleon Hill's books. He's I do you know, too. just timeless, timeless writing that guy yeah. has. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm in and around all kinds of other things. I'm I'm raising money for 194 vacation rental properties right now. Mm-hmm. It's $12 million raise. You know, I'm putting on an event in September. Home Services Scaling Summit in Salt Lake City, Utah for home services businesses similar to mine to help them scale from six to figures to seven and eight figures. I'm also writing a book. I just got done with my last content call and I'm 10 chapters into my book. And now we go into the revisions and the reading. I mean, there's a whole list of other things that I'm doing. It's it's wild. I just, there's, there's all of those things. Plus one of my favorite things on this planet is to be an incredible father and a husband. Yeah. And I got home today and you know, I didn't have much time to spend with my family, but I'm getting ready to go and we're we're spending the next couple of days together. But I, you know, I get home and my family's happy to see me and we have a great relationship. And I I spend a lot of intentional time being that, you know, the example of somebody who who cares and loves and and is intentional about the time that we get to spend together with all the other things I got going on, it's, it's difficult, but you know, I want to be good at everything that I do. Yeah. And get, you had the getting that balance, getting, they're getting that balance. And I love that you said being intentional with your time. So when you're one place, you're actually there, uh, fully present and giving your, your undivided attention. And that's important. And I'm sure you show up the same way for your team. So let's talk about, um, Jay, JKR Windows, um, yeah. you know, having scaled and grown so fast, how do you manage your team? How do you show up for your team? You know, one of the one of the awesome things about business 
And one of the things I'm going to be teaching at my scaling event is, you know, there's only so much you can do by yourself. Mm-hmm. And the first two years of my business, I did, you know, I, I wore all the hats in the business. Yeah. And I hadn't had a whole lot of exposure to any other ways of doing it. So I literally did everything in the business. I closed every deal. I trained every person. I inputted every single contract, ordered every window, scheduled every install, built every relationship with installer. I mean, it was, it was crazy the amount of work that I had to do those first two years. Yeah. Then I got involved with a, a consulting program that it completely changed my life and mm-hmm. how I viewed business. And I, and I, and what all triggered it was I, I saw a commercial one time for a, a Tony Robbins event. And one of the things that he said that I'll, I'll never forget because it has led to so many things since then is something along the lines of, are you building your business to sell? Are you building your business to operate without you? Mm. And at that point in my career, I mean, if I was to step away, everything falls apart. And now I've, you know, we're, we're close to a hundred people in the business and I have an incredible team and, you know, I I can take off for a couple of days and I know that things are going to get taken care of really well. And then, you know, I, I do zoom calls on a daily basis with some of my key members from the team. Mm -hmm. I just spent the last two days with my remote office. That's 400 miles away from here, working with my executives up there and working with some of the salespeople and, going back in there to cast the vision about what we're doing, what we represent, where we're going, what the opportunity is here with this company. And it's, you know, one of my most favorite things about being a business owner and over the last four years building this business is the the success stories that have happened and the the people that come in from not as good of an opportunity and they they buy into where we're going and what we represent and it it changes their lives. Yeah. Is, would you say that contributes to the level of success you're getting, the people inside the, oh the company? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, without the people, we, we can't do half of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the reality of it is nobody ever accomplished anything big by themselves. Right. There's no way I go to $20 million by myself. I, I mean, yeah. it's going to take dang near 100 people to do it. It's, it's right. a lot. Yeah. And you got to have an environment to show up to. With the you know with the economy the way that it is and the job market as competitive as it is, you have got to have something to separate you. You got to have something special to be a part of, and people want to be a part of something. If you just got you know just an everyday run of the mill low energy type of environment, those people are going to want something else, and they're not going to last very long. Yeah, I was asking because you know you're a Windows company, but what what makes you stand out, right? What makes yeah. you it's so unique that you've been able to experience so um, massive growth the way you do. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, it has a lot to do with me. I, I believe so much in what we do and what we offer and the, the service after the sale and all the things that we do that other companies just aren't willing to do. And I, I shout them all from the mountaintops. And so <laughs> everybody that comes in here, they get excited. Whether they end up working for me or not, they're going to remember that guy was so excited about what he did and I never even knew windows were a thing, but I guess they are. And yeah. this guy is pretty excited about taking over the whole industry and being the biggest replacement window company on the planet. And, you know, I got a lot of people buying into it. That's the, one of the reasons why we've grown so fast. 
you're fired up. Yeah, you're sharing the vision with everyone that that comes in contact with you. It sounds like, <laughs> yep. and and that's a lesson that um, CEOs and owners, entrepreneurs can take and take it to heart. You really gotta um, speak that message. You gotta be fired up, pumped up about it, that everyone knows, and you get buy yeah. in that way. You yep. express the vision, and they'll take it and run with it. I believe wholeheartedly in the importance of of letting your people know what your vision and goal is so that they can run with your, with your idea. Absolutely. So important. That's one of the things that separates the great companies from the average and ordinary companies. Absolutely. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs um, can struggle with letting go, especially when you start off. Cause you said in first two years, you did everything. Yeah. Did you ever come into that, that notion that it, it's hard to let go? No one can do it as well as I can. Um, that mentality of I need to do it all because a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. And if so, yeah. how do we combat it? I think I struggled with it just as much as everybody, but I got over it quicker because mm-hmm. I see so many people that are paralyzed by that type of thinking. And they, you know, they're, they're still singing the same song 20 years later yeah. that nobody can do it better than me. And, and I don't trust anybody. It's, you know, people are difficult and people are hard to find. And, you know, you'll hear like a there's <laughs> such a small variation of things that hold people back. That's one of the biggest, most common ones. And, and it's funny how similar everybody's story is about it, too. Mm-hmm. So I had been exposed to enough of it myself and heard enough of it that I, I just have this ability to question everything. I question all my thoughts. I question the way that everybody else talks. And what's reality? What's just holding people back and just made up in their head? And, you know, it was difficult. And there was a lot of things that still today I can do better than anybody because I've done it more than anybody. And I know that I can do it better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you start to grasp the concept of buying back your time, that the amount of extra time that I can buy to help progress my business when I have 100 people in my corner rowing in the same direction is incredible. Yeah. And when you consider, you know, even if they're only doing it 75% as good as me, (laughs) you've got a hundred percent. And then I got, I got 10 people doing it at 75% over here. That's 7,000 compared to a hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's or seven, you know, maybe 750 compared to a hundred, I guess, but it's still, you know, you, you can accomplish seven times as much with 10 people as I would be able to do by myself. Good analogy. I've heard that one before too. You got to be able to relinquish the the, yep. the control. Got to be able to relinquish it. Yeah. It's not even letting go. It's relinquished. There's power in that. You're you're giving the yep. people around you power to execute. And you know, one of the biggest things has been I have just learned how to train people really well because I have high expectations. I know how good I did it when I did it. I had to do everything, so I know every aspect of the business. Mm-hmm. I know that there is a higher level that this can be done. Yeah, but. If you, if you don't spend the time giving the direction, setting the expectations, spending the time really teaching somebody how to do it to the best of whatever their abilities are, then you're going to get let down. So, you know, we've just developed SOPs and training and expectations and are as clear as possible about what we capabilities of this position can be. And, and we've gotten great results. We have incredible, incredible people. Yeah, obviously. It's an art. It really is. It, it, it's an art. Training. 
it's a whole different thing. Like knowing how to train the people and how they respond to they respond to the to the content. So Matt, it's it takes time, and you've done that. So I want to talk about some of the habits that you've developed in terms of um, how do you get up, dress up, and show up. You know, what's your morning routine like so yeah. that you can continue to scale the heck out of your business and 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 maintain the the relationship with your team members and be there for your family, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love, love, love my quiet time in the mornings. And, you know, one of the things that separates high performers from other people is just the extra amount of time that they have in the day to accomplish things. Yeah. I'm, I'm typically up at four o'clock in the morning, two to three hours before anybody else gets up. And when you compound that over a year, two years, three years, you gain time. I mean, I'm, I'm gaining so much time on people. <laughs> So I I was up at I was out of town this morning and slept in this this really crummy hotel. So I uh, I didn't sleep very well. So I got up at five o'clock this morning. I was at the gym by five thirty, and I I got a great workout in, and then grabbed some breakfast, grabbed some water. I was at the office by about seven forty five, but when I'm home. I typically am up at four o'clock at the gym by five and my wife goes with me every morning. So I got an accountability partner and Mm -hmm. we, we work out with a a trainer. So it's, it's been awesome. We spent the last two and a half years getting to work out together, seeing each other progress. And my strength has gone up. Her strength has gone up. Our physiques have completely changed. And then we uh, you know, we've, we've been practicing the same type of, diet and routines with the way that we eat as well, following mm-hmm. a, a really heavy carnivore style diet mm-hmm. with everything from, you know, steak and pork rinds, hamburger meat. Uh, we've, we've got a little Tupperware in the fridge all the time with raw liver and we're eating well <laughs> as, as good as we possibly can. Cause as, as hard as I'm going, for as long as I plan on going, I need to have a lot of strength, a lot of energy. And then also I got a lot of people looking at me. And if, right. if, uh, if I wasn't leaving a very good impression by the way that I show up and the way that I look, then I wouldn't feel good about that. And I know that I'm not going to make as big of an impact. And I've got, I'm the oldest of four boys too. And I got, I got a lot of people looking at me and my family. So I want to be as good of an example in every area of my life as I can. And, you know, I also write my goals down every day. I'm reading or listening to a book every day, mm-hmm. spending time with my family, intentional time with my family. And there's, you know, the, the interesting thing about the success habits and the, the morning routines is, you know, it's, it's not rocket science that you need to wake up early in the morning. It's not rocket science to write your goals down or to, to read out of a self-development book. And, you know, just like in something I saw, on one of the things in an email or something from you, Jim Rohn also says that what's the one that you have in your, in your welcome email that you send out about uh, the success principles practiced daily. Practice every day. Yeah. They're so simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> the success principles are so simple. All you got to do is just develop the discipline to practice these very simple things on a daily basis and that's what separates people is just the consistency of practicing the simple things. 
that's the difference between successful people and non-successful people. Yeah, that's essentially what, what he says. And that's the that's the importance of habits. And it, like you yeah. said, it's not rocket science. Yeah, all you gotta do is wake up and give yourself an hour to take care to take care of yourself so you can show up yep. better. You're an example of how well Holy <laughs> that, cow. that changes your world. And you know what's interesting is that never ceases to amaze me how if you're reading the right book, if you're listening to the right podcast, how aligned it is with the things you have going on in your life. Yeah. And like it's speaking directly to right where you're at and exactly what you needed to hear. And, you know, if you're not tapping into that, it's you're missing out on just huge opportunities in, in your your growth as potential. a potential, your growth, your potential, your awareness, your perspective, your, you know, your vocabulary. There's so many, so many things that we have access to these days. We just got to take advantage of them. You got to make them a priority. You got to make time for them and, and get consistent. Even if it has to start with one page a day, yeah. get your damn book out and read one page a day. Yeah. I promise you, if it's a good book, you're not going to be able to stop at one page. Right. And that's how we form habits, isn't it? Um, Atomic Habits. um, He's the author, James Clear. James James Clear Clear says that you really got to hack the brain, trick the brain and says, you know, I'm just going to two sentences. Next thing you know, you're halfway down the page and you're 10, you're you're 10 pages into it, but you just got to start. It's harder to start. And he does say something that is phenomenal, Jeff. He says that you have to, um, a lot of people, when they set goals, they aim for the finish line. Okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to read a whole book in a month versus yes. optimizing for the starting line. I'm going to read just one sentence. You know what? I'm going to get up this morning. I'm just going to lace up my sneakers and step outside and step right back in. Yeah. You're hacking the brain. You're tricking the brain. And then you realize you want to do more, but you took action. It's hard to take the first step, but we don't optimize for the starting line. We optimize for the finish line, which can be quite overwhelming. Yes, it can. Yep. There's, there's these little tricks and the more you surround yourself and absorb information from successful people, the more you can tap into the things that have worked. And, you know, not everybody's going to be able to use the same type of techniques that I have, Mm -hmm. but there's so many different variations of things that work. Right. You just got to, you got to get out there and you got to absorb information. You got to be around the right people. You got to consume the right kind of content. So you have an opportunity to have enough information to choose what works for you and what doesn't. I like the way you put that. It's going to work as long as it's the right habits, because you had the same addiction, addictive personalities. You had habits. You had habits, rituals. When you came home, you pulled out that bottle every day, but now it's very different. And, and and our brain wants and need habits. That's the only way it can keep us sane. But let's try some of the healthy ones and see what happens because you'll get a different result like, like you yep. did. Absolutely. Change your life. It changed your life and being consistent and showing up every day. But know what the principles are. And I love that you, you outline it. Um, what you're reading. You're feeding your mind, right? Podcasts, books, um, make sure you're working out. Make sure you optimize the body for success, right? Priming yourself so that you can have the stamina to continue. And then that's like healthy eating. And I think if people started with their morning routine, if they don't have a purpose, because that's how I started, I didn't have a purpose. I was stuck on a nine to five, but I started a morning routine. And Mm -hmm. then uh, two years later, I was able to quit my job and build my own business as well. Just start there. Yep. That's it. You got to start somewhere. 
Yeah. I've, I'm yeah. working with a guy right now that he's dealing with some addiction and he read an article of mine that uh, inspired him to do something about it and try and get his life together. And he's got a wife and a kid and he struggled with alcohol abuse. And, you know, it's sometimes that the inspiration has to come from somewhere for mm-hmm. you to realize that you are, you're fed up with the current situation and you know mm-hmm. that it's not going to get you any further down the road towards the version of yourself you want to be towards the kind of lifestyle that you want to provide for your family. For me, that was, you know, it was a series of events, but it ended up being, I, I kind of tie it back to inspiration from Grant Cardone and his battles mm-hmm. with addiction and overcoming it. And the, the person that he had become at that point, yeah. five years ago, incredible success story. And it's like, why not me? Right. That guy is nothing special. He's just been doing it for 35 years longer than me. And if, if I just focus my attention, just like he has on developing good habits, discipline, and I'm consistent with these daily activities are going to lead me towards my goals. There's no reason why I can't accomplish the same or more than that man. Why not me? I like that. Yeah, why not me? And and you're you're genius in that way that you you don't it doesn't have to take you thirty years, right? You're gonna learn. That's the power of mentorship. It has the power of listening to or reading the books and listening to the podcast. That you can um, that gap of that learning curve, you can shorten it. You know, it took somebody ten years. It can take you four years. (laughs) It can take you three months to actually reach that level of success because you're not reinventing the wheel, and you're also not going to figure it out on your own either. You're going to learn from the experts that came before you, like Dale Carnegie or Napoleon Hill, one of my favorites, and Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn too. I love all three of those guys. Yeah, I can talk to you forever, Jefferson. Now, I do want to give you an opportunity to let us know how can we connect with you. Where can we find you? Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Instagram is best place. You know, I've, I've got, uh, I'm on all the platforms, but Instagram is typically where I engage the most Jefferson K Rogers. And then you got to check out this event that I'm doing in Salt Lake city, September 21st and 22nd. If you are a home services business, whether you're mm-hmm. a window company like me or plumber, electrician, roofer, siding, anything that has to do with home services businesses all the way down to you know, selling insurance. Mm-hmm. We've got an incredible team of experts that I've been working with over the last couple of months to put on this event. And the success stories has been an incredible part of my journey so far. As I mentioned earlier in JKR Windows, and it's, you know, turns out that's, uh, that's one of the things that drives me and the reason why I put this event together, because now it's just going to the next level and now helping businesses be able to scale from six and seven figures to eight figures and beyond. So home services, scaling summit.com. Check us out. would love to see you there. If you can't make it in person, we also have the virtual component and DM me on Instagram. If you need some more information on IG, if you're ready to 10 X, yes, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for your time for coming on today. Absolutely. All right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.
You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.